on with me now is someone who I think is going to be able to contribute to that in a big way. And uh, my good friend, Jeff Landry, next governor of Louisiana, uh, highly recommends uh, this young man, Claston Bernard. He is the GOP candidate for Louisiana District, Congressional District number two. And uh, I think that he has the right stuff. Help me welcome to the show for the first time, Claston Bernard. How are you, friend? I am doing well, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on. Glad that you are there and glad that you have the type of mindset that you do. Claston, tell us, tell the people. And, of course, here in Louisiana, we have a pretty big listening audience. And, of course, people need to know you nationally as well. Why do you want to run and, and capture this, this uh, office? Well, you know, the reason I'm on the phone with you right now was because of a decision that was made by my father long ago. I'm from the country of Jamaica. We grew up in poverty. But my great my great grandfather told him the best way out of poverty was through education. Now, my dad didn't have much education, but he could build a house. He learned to build a house, and we also farmed. Him and my mom decided to make education the focus. And Part of the reason for me being here was based on that decision. I ended up in one of the best schools in Jamaica. At that school, it was an academic program. It was a merit-based program. It was a school for wealthy boys. It didn't start out that way. But there, in an all-boys boarding school, I honed in my athletic talent and was able to get a number of different scholarship offers, over 20, by the time I became a senior, to come to college here and what I have seen here is that I became a national champion, an Olympian, a Commonwealth gold medalist at LSU. This is Louisiana, a boy from Jamaica who grew up in a two-bedroom house with no electricity, no running water, but parents who believed that education was a vehicle out. And I was able to become a champion in this state. And there are people who are saying, you can't do it. The system here is against you. And I, I, I take grave offense to that because that is not the reality. This country was able to inspire me to do what I've done. This state was able to inspire me to do what I've done. And there are people here who can do the same thing, but they have to change your perspective. They need to go 180 and see what they have. When I came here, I was like, whoa, that's what I see in this place. I have two daughters that I'm raising, and I don't want them believing anyone owes them anything. Wow. This is not what this country is about. Wow. Michelle, I have to give you props, girls. Uh, you told me I'd like this guy, and uh, I got to tell you, class, and I, I absolutely do. And, you know, there's something I got to ask you since you shared your uh, family uh, tree and roots with me. My roots run into uh, uh, back to Nigeria as, as we trace that 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 down and all that type of thing. It's good to know uh, where you uh, you know you, you you're from. But the work ethic is what I want to get at. Uh, is this? Is why is it you you feel? I just want your opinion on this. Why is it you feel that people who find America from somewhere else, not born here, but they come and they find that this is a God-blessed place, why is it, it seems to me, you appreciate it so much more than where your native roots may be? Talk to us about that. You know, because I know what dejection looks like. 
You know, I remember growing up not having electricity and running water, and you just think that was the way of life, only to find out later on politics played a role in what happened. So when I'm here and I'm seeing all the, you know, in, 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 in Ascension Parish that I live in, the school board budget is probably about maybe 10% of the, the Jamaica national budget. That's, that's for education. But yet still, look at where we are. Look at where we are. So I see opportunities. And I, when I see opportunities, and let me tell you, my dad is a hard-working man. So I know nothing else but to work hard to get what I want. So when there are resources, I just need to find out what best, what, what, what works best for me. So I look for where the opportunities are. I look sometimes out the box. You know, there's just so much here. And sometimes we have too much in the sense that we get confused. And that's why we need people who will direct us and say, hey, this is the way to go. You can do it. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I love that message. And I particularly love it through, throughout the country, wherever I've lived. Uh, I have always helped young people find their way into business. And uh, wherever I have lived, I've, I've always done that. I have the track record of doing that. And what you are saying, man, is something. Uh, and, Michelle, I want you to hook this up. Uh, I really like to couple with you because the message coming from you and the historical perspective that uh, can come from me, I think, can be very good. The, what, the question that I have for you is this. What, then, are our young people missing about the birthright? You're passing this on to your daughters that you say you're raising yourself uh, here in this country. Uh, you're giving them a birthright, a birthright that is American. You're giving them that birthright. But those of us who have been here for generations, what is it that we, we our young people don't see being thrown away uh, here in, 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 that, that is theirs by birth? Talk to us. Well, one, being an American. Two, having a strong family with a man running the household, you know? You know, God, that's essential. Those things are being right now, we, it's between marks or the cross right now. That, that's what's being told, you know? You have grievances. The history of Frederick Douglass, who is one of my, you know, greatest um, persons, to me, I admire the most in terms of history in this country. Those things are not being passed down. You know, and I make the point that people look at it and they probably they overlook it. He was a slave, but he became one of the greatest orators in this country. He also found that the key, the tie that binds America to what it is, is the God-given principles that were laid down in the Constitution. We have to go back to showing them what America is. The, the principles that have made this country great of life, liberty, and property. Where it comes from, that you have rights, an illiberal rights that no government should be able to, to contain. They're missing their understanding of rights because they're being told, they're being nurtured into grievances. Wow. And that, that is creating a deadly stew. But I could look at a slave, as Frederick Douglass, who was being hunted down, Doing what he did when he called out the hypocrisy of the Christian church. And when he said, when he talked about the 4th of July, he wasn't saying it was a bad, bad holiday. He was just saying, look, how can we continue to be happy when these things are happening, when people are still being used as properties? Yeah. We have a great constitution 
We have a great system, but you need to end this institution. Today, we are dealing with a socialist, the Marxist communist movement that is telling our children that they are owed something, that by just being born, someone else owes you something. What we will do, Michelle, this is what I want to do. I want to get him... Uh, we're going to get him an autographed copy of uh, Runaway Slave uh, in the in the mail to him. Michelle, find out where we uh, we send that. And this is what I want to I want to ask you this next question, Claston, is this. Um, tell people uh, how. Well, first of all, uh, tell us how to get in touch with you. People who are listening to this program across the nation want to see people like you in uh, Washington, D.C. So your tentacles at this moment. Uh, do reach far, they reach wide. Tell people how they can help you who might have like minds and they have the inclination. Well, I, I have a Twitter account, at Claston B. I'm also on Facebook, um, Claston Bernard. My website will be bernardforcongress.com. And also, you can get a book that I've authored called Outcast, No Room at the Table for Conservative Blacks in Black America at Amazon. And... Um, I will say about that book, this district that I'm, I'm running in, the base behind that book is, the, the very essence behind that book is for people who continue to say, it's impossible to win these people. You know, they, they are controlled by the Democrats. And I'm seeing it. I'm like, no, I talk to these people. I've been around them. And this is a fight I want to have because, like I said, the legacy that I want to leave to my daughters is that no one controls you. God gave you unalienable rights. You do not belong to a political party, neither Republican or Democrat. The image, the imprint that's on you is God's. Oh, that's no, no, what no. I want to. That's the premise behind my book. And this is the district that I want to fight in. This is the district I want to win because there's poverty and education are non partisan issue. It is what changed lives. It is education that changed Frederick Douglass's life. When he said the more he learned, he could not he could no longer stay contented being a slave. And the more we learn about the socialist principles and those attacking this country, the more we will, will the less we will be content with accepting the critical race theory, the, the anti racism or the, the white fragility, because America is a different different and a special country oh and- man <laughs> man i just love it michelle you know you i i, I just have to tell you uh that i am absolutely uh, th- this th- a conversation like this makes it all worth it uh the journey and uh, we'll send you an autographed uh, copy of runaway slave and you'll understand what i'm talking about uh, class. It's an award-winning film, uh, uh, Crystal Dove Award winner, Dr. Thomas Soul. Everybody is in uh, uh, the film. And so I, I want you to, you've, you've pretty much told us what the legacy that you're wanting to leave behind as far as for your children, as the Constitution tells us. It's supposed to be our posterity and so forth. But uh, give us, uh, as a parting view, have about five minutes left in, in the time that we have to spend together, give us a comparison Again, reiterate where you came from, where your father came from, and what you have found in America. Give us a comparison. Help people appreciate the place where we live, the United States of America. You know, um, 
coming from Jamaica to America and um, looking at the landscape, it was almost like leaving the 1950s and coming into a, a, a modern period. And it doesn't say that there are not a lot of nice things in Jamaica, people, who, you know, especially in the tourist area. But the, the people like myself was, you know, traveling. We, we had cows and, and pigs. We didn't have running water, so we had a lot of cows. So we had to go fetch water with buckets. We had to make many trips. You know, on Saturday, most of my early mornings were done filling up drums so the cows could have water, so my mom could wash our clothes, wash my dad's um, cement-filled clothes. All those things. And then here I come to America, and I'm like, oh, they have color television back in the 60s? You know, I, you know, we didn't have television. And even when my neighbors, when I went to watch TV, growing up in the 80s, it was black and white. Wow. You know, you, you, there were things like that. When I look, I said, man, we have all these books and resources here. In, in Jamaica, you know, to find some of the, you know, even sometimes the most primitive library that we have here, it would be great for someone to have that. You know, I, I see a high school facility. They have a football stadium, nice track and, and nice track facility, nice basketball facilities. Kids in Jamaica would love to have these things. Wow. They would love to be able to go go to Walmart and be able to have a pick of the litter. I can buy two or three soccer balls. Look, we have we we had a soccer ball or a basketball, you have to keep patching it. <laughs> wow. Oh my, oh my, the sin the sin. Uh, America of ingratitude is the thing that I think uh, God truly, truly dislikes. And we should be grateful every day of our lives that we live here in this nation. That's why we fight so hard to try and preserve it. Uh, Claston, tell everyone again the name of your book. Tell them how to get a hold of you if they want to bring you to a place uh, close to them. And uh, let it all hang out there. Um, you can get my book at Amazon.com. It's called Outcast, No Room at the Table for Conservative Blacks in Black America. You can find me at, on Twitter at Claston B and on Facebook, Claston Bernard. And also you can find me at BernardForCongress.com. And you can reach out to me through those medium and um, someone will get with you. Um, I tell you what, CL, I, I must tell you this. I thank you. I, you know, I've watched, you know, a few uh, of, of your, your, your videos, and I know the intensity is there also. I hear it. But I, I can't thank you enough for giving me this opportunity to just, just speak to the American people. Because, like I said, what, what we have in Congressional District 2 is what I've been dreaming of. It's what I wanted to see. I want the Republicans to leave a footprint. The time we go across, the people will say, They'll say, man, this has been a Democratic district. I don't care about Democratic district. We, if they're Americans, they're valuable. It's time we leave a footprint there. It's time we march in there and say, we are here to be a voice and to help you live this American dream. Wow. Not become pawn to those seeking political power and destruction of this country, man. 
Hey, man, we're going to hook up. We're going to hook up real soon. I'm always down. My son lives down in San Gabriel, and uh, I'm in New oh, Orleans. Uh, yeah, I'm in all, uh, New Orleans all, often. In fact, I had planned to go down there this weekend, but I'm backing off of that. And, and uh, now, or else I would, I would hook up with you for sure. But listen, we will get together real soon. I assure you of that. And, Michelle, give him my contact, and uh, I'll get yours. Listen, man, God bless you, and God keep you is my prayer for you. Fight the good fight, Claston. I know that you will. Thank you. Because you are fighting Thank the you. good fight, brother. Talk to you soon. Thank you.